to the Enchanted Ears podcast, where we discuss anything and everything Disney. I'm Angela. And I'm Joe. And welcome to our final episode of 2018. Whoa, that went fast. I, it did go by fast. <laughs> so uh, like we mentioned last week, and just kind of a reminder, we're going to be off for the next two weeks for the Christmas and New Year holiday. And then we will be back uh, and better, back and better than ever in 2019. Yeah, so, definitely. So this is our, our, our last episode for 2018, so hopefully it's a good one. I'm feeling good. Yeah. I say that every I'm, week, but I really mean it this week. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping for it. So <laughs> Maybe this will be the one that just really hits the airwaves and, <laughs> yes. and does something. All right. So uh, a couple uh, pieces of Disney news this week. So as we're kind of wrapping up the year, you know, there's some uh, year-end kind of, I don't want to say awards. No, not, uh, not necessarily awards, but kind of, you know, like like top lists. I don't know if you can hear that, but our cat's playing with a, a toy that makes like laser sounds, like it's shooting laser out of no, its eyes. It's a, it's a mouse, but it makes chirpy noises. Yeah, I don't and know it, if you can hear that. He's wearing a little little Christmas like Santa hat. So if you hear that in the background, that's that's our cat playing that's with Cass. his ma- mouse toy. But I'm, I'm not sure if it'll pick up or not. So, but, so Disney box office total so as a studio they've surpassed seven billion dollars <laughs> i'm sorry is that billion with a b with a b at the global box office so they are this is only the second time in history that a studio has passed seven billion dollars in total box office receipts. when was the first time the last studio to do it was in 2006 and it was a studio by the name of Disney. <laughs> I was going to say, was it Disney too? <laughs> so Disney did it twice. So they did it two years ago with $7.6 billion. And then they reached it again this year. And there's still um, Mary Poppins Returns to go. Oh my goodness. So they still, they still have a way that. to go. And then you figure next year they have Aladdin, Dumbo, uh, Infinity War, uh, uh, you're forgetting a- Avengers Endgame, um, 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 are you gonna Toy say Story it? 4. Oh yeah, Toy Story uh the lion the lion king so chances are and um they have that new one too that they just kind of announced uh oh my gosh why can't i think about it unbound upward onward oh Uh, yeah i'm not sure if that's i'm not sure if that's next year that's the next that's the next pixar one yeah so that's uh chris pratt and tom hollander are in that one um, so yeah, I believe that's coming out next year. So, so yeah, so chances are they are going to hit $7 billion next year as well. So uh, a couple other items kind of related to theme parks that came out. So oh, you're right. It's 2020. 2020. There, okay. okay so, yeah. so they just announced it there. But yeah, it and it's like onward. I didn't onward, remember what onward. it was, okay. but all right. So kind of related to theme parks. So Disney announced a little bit more about the Avengers and Marvel lands coming to all the theme parks. And it actually sounds pretty cool. So they're going to have in a, a global Avengers initiative are going to be at each park. I want to join the initiative. Yeah. So it, it's actually cool. So, so there's going to be, <laughs> it's actually cool. No, no. How, As opposed to everything else. No, cool, but how like they're doing Disney it does. is, so they're building one in Paris, in California and in Hong Kong. And so right now you have, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Nano Battle opening in Hong Kong. And they also have a uh, Iron Man experience there. You have Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout and Disney's California Adventure. And then, so what they're saying is, and, and they had the Stark Expo, I believe, in Hong Kong too with the Iron Man attraction. But they're actually building the story that all three of these lands are kind of connected. That each ride kind of builds off of itself. And that, you know, kind of the, the press release says... How 
the first step was the Stark Expo in Hong Kong. Uh, it was a it was a world expo with the theme of building a better tomorrow today. And then that expo was attacked by Hydra. So then you had to fight them. Uh, you had to help Ant-Man and the Wasp fight them in the nano battle. And now in California and Paris, uh, Tony Stark is retrofitting some Stark industry sites to build hubs for training and innovation. And they're... Mm. And he's teaming up with S.H.I.E.L.D. and Pimp Technologies and Masters of the Mystic Arts, which is Doctor Strange, to build this global initiative. So they're actually linking kind of all three theme parks together in a unified story, which I think is pretty neat how they're doing that. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. And also it, it, it does a good job with making you want to visit other parks. Yeah, visit all three of them. And they, the other thing they announced is that the Spider-Man ride that's going in California Adventure will also be going in Paris as well. Oh, so th- cool. they'll be kind of getting the same ride there. I wouldn't mind going to that Paris park at all. Well, th- it looks very Yeah, nice. within the next few years, I mean, with they're building a, a Galaxy's Edge there. They're going to have a Marvel Land. They're going to have a Frozen Land. Within the next three or four years, there's going to be it's going to be like a much bigger park and a lot mm-hmm. more to go see. So another thing going in at Disneyland is they announced there's going to be a 90s night next year. Whoa. So uh, there's going to be a, it's a Disney After Dark event. So on March 7th, there's going to be 90s themes fireworks show, uh, Disney characters from the 90s, and, and interactive photo opportunities and everything. So, so everyone has frosted tips and, um, you know, like scrunchies for the girls and neon colors. Right? Exactly. Yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah. Mini, maybe we'll have a was, little scrunchie and stuff yeah, in yeah. there. So, yeah. So I think that's that's pretty neat. So if anybody's interested in that, that's March It's pretty 7. bad that we grew up in the 90s, but I literally could not name one fashion trend except Insane. for just like not The great. frosted tips, you got Justin Timberlake. Yeah, that one his, yeah. I'm pretty solid on, but like I feel like I, I just sort of blend 80s and 90s together because 80s was so much more pronounced than the 90s was. Yeah, and I mean, I think a lot of the trends in the 90s are still kind of around early 2000 it all kind of blends together sort of yeah you kind of have to look back on it a little bit later i just remember in like the early 2000s when like high boots became a thing and at first i was like not into it and then now that's all you're into it now yeah (laughs) got enough boots to to show for you mentioned the other day we should ensure your boot collection uh yeah uh, Uh, yeah i don't i don't have have jewelry legitimate a legitimate uh concern right right, right. yeah i don't have jewelry but i do have boots just like just like uh i think like taylor swift has her legs insured or something like that she does have nice legs yeah so we might need to insure (laughs) your boot collection but and then over uh the east coast walt disney world they just celebrated their one millionth mobile order on their my disney experience app so this this year did that person get a special something you know I'm not sure. It's pictures on the website. Um, let me see. Yeah, he received a gift card. They can use up to $500 food and beverage. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so, yeah that's pretty good. So they, they, they had their they hit their $1 million. So they announced that. They they started that, I think, this year. And that you yeah, can, we used it when we were in California. When we were we? in Disneyland, we yeah. used it. Yeah, and it's really nice. So you order directly from your phone. And then they give you a window and they kind of tell you when it's going to be ready. And then when it's finally ready, you just walk up to the window, pick it up, and you're ready to go. So they've had one million. So I think that's a success. It's, it has to be a success because Universal Studios now has mobile ordering. They, re- <laughs> they released it uh, within a few months, maybe six months after Disney. So it, it must be going pretty well. Yeah. Anything I, that keeps people out of line. You know, oh, what, for sure. Nobody wants to wait in line for food. 
you know. I mean, it works well for Panera. I know that. Well, no, but it's I mean, like the best thing you about- figure you figure in in Disney, you don't want to wait in line for food because then you're missing time waiting in line for rides. Yeah. Plus, customer satisfaction goes up if there's less people in line. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it kind of benefits people all around. Yeah. So, uh, so since we're kind of at the end of 2018, I thought you know, we could kind of do you know a quick recap of everything that happened Disney related in 2018 not maybe everything there's a lot that happened but yeah. but some of the highlights and then kind of maybe talk about what are you know top Disney related story or movie or you know anything kind of Disney related I think th- we should also say year. what we're looking most forward to in 2019 Well okay we can we can throw that in there too at the end so I mean a lot happened you know, Disney related, or, you know, your favorite Disney podcast launched uh, yep, this that's year. Right. So oh, you just knocked out my favorite thing. So, but I mean, <laughs> well, other this podcast is over now. <laughs> you know, other than that, I mean, there was a lot of, a lot of highs and lows. So Toy Story Land opened at Walt Disney World this mm-hmm. summer. Pixar Pier opened at Disney's California Adventure over in, in Disneyland. John Lasseter got fired. Yeah, he, yeah, he. So you said highs left, and lows. Well, he so left, I just yeah, he left Pixar. Uh, uh, a lot of the Marvel shows are getting canceled From over Netflix. at over at Netflix. Uh, there's two remaining, and Netflix is losing like all of their Disney. And stuff. they did announce the Punisher. Actually, we were talking about this Punisher season two is going to be coming out in January. Oh, nice. So, that, but that's not that far away. And then it's yeah, and then that's yeah, my boss. But said. shortly it will be canceled after that. I imagine. <laughs> I think I think Punisher and Jessica <laughs> Jones are, are probably done. Um. So, but yeah. So. You know, all that happened, uh, we talked about Disney's, you know, incredible success at the box office this year. Incredible. Yeah, Incredibles, mm-hmm. um, Black Panther. Yeah. The, uh, that really, it, I think, changed, uh, that along with Wonder Woman really changed the face of a lot of superhero movies and proved that, you know, you're, you're um, you know, not white male can be the star of films and still be successful. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's really getting nominated for a lot of awards, got nominated for Best picture at the golden globes i don't know if we talked about that in a, a previous episode or not but that's the so. first superhero movie to ever be nominated for best picture as a drama um mm-hmm. so we'll see you know what happens with the oscar nominations but it, it's been getting nominated for a lot of uh, of the other awards so far that have come up uh and that really i mean that came out in february this year so that really yeah, it was started really really early and it, it really, almost seems like it wasn't this year yeah and it really started the you know the year off right uh for disney like i said uh, avengers came out you mentioned incredibles too. ralph ricks the internet mm-hmm. um so i mean just a lot of a lot of great movies um you know we got some footage of the rock and his jungle cruise <laughs> and anytime you have footage of the rock it's a great year like that basically is enough to get you through the whole year i mean more the more rock the better but right yeah, and I mean the Jungle Cruise movie that that'll be coming out soon. I can't remember if that. I think that got pushed back to 2020. I think that's coming out in July of 2020 now. That was going to be 2019, uh, but that got pushed back a little bit. So, but yeah, so I mean it's kind of a, a lot, you know, really going on uh, with Disney. We we got some looks at uh, some more detailed looks at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge as far as when the, did you the say? attraction go. July of 2020. Very good. Yeah. yeah, they're saying on 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 the Google machine, it says July 24th, 2020. Yeah, so th- that took the place of Guardians of the Galaxy. So when Guardians of the Galaxy got pushed back because of James Gunn's firing, so another low uh, of the year, yeah, and, that, sure. and that got delayed, the uh, they, they pushed Jungle Cruise back. 
to mm-hmm. take that place because they needed something to fill that movie. That time slot. Right. Yeah. So they, they, they pushed that back. But I, so, yeah. So I'm just a lot going on. Like I'm saying, Galaxy's Edge. We got some looks at the, the rides. We got ride names. Uh, Millennium Falcon Smugglers Run. Rise of the Resistance. So, you know, a lot of stuff really going on. So, but what was your kind of top Disney thing? Like if you think of peak Disney, that's, you know, buzzword, peak everything nowadays. <laughs> so what was, you know, what was, uh, what was peak Disney besides looking at all the food items that they have and everything and all these different special events. That's, that's, that's greatly taken it. Yeah. I, I, uh, I started trying to do gluten-free. So all, I just think of all of my food rants and now I'm like, oh, I couldn't eat like half of that right now. Yeah. You'd be in trouble. So yeah. I mean, Disney, I think offers a lot of gluten-free alternatives, but anyway, I don't, yeah, but I don't think the stuff not you're looking like, at. Yeah, yeah. Definitely not that stuff. But, um, I think that it's really, it's a tie for me. I, I'm going to pick one because I hate being so like wishy-washy. Yeah. yeah, you have to pick one. But I think that the two movies, like the two animated movies that came out this year, uh, from like we had The Incredibles two and Ralph Breaks the Internet, were both so solid. I mean, I've seen I've seen some Disney movies re- recently that haven't been as great. But both of those movies were so solid. Both like we both walked out of the theater and we were just flabbergasted at how great they were. Like the Incredibles, the first one I remember we didn't, it was okay. It wasn't great. And whenever I left the theater, I was blown away. Well, I'll say kind of with that. Yes. When we saw the Incredibles two, I thought that was a great movie. And I was like, this is, you know, probably the best animated movie of the year. And then Ralph Rex the internet <laughs> came out and I think I loved it more than the Incredibles two. Now it's not going to do as well. Uh, kind of commercially at the box office as the Incredibles 2 did because that one crushed it. But yeah, I was like all in on the Incredibles 2 and then Wreck-It Ralph, Rex the Internet, Wreck-It Ralph 2, whatever you want to call it, comes out. And it was it was just so hilarious. There was just so yes. many good moments in it. So many kind of inside references about the internet and, and little right. things you could catch. Like I could watch that movie three or four times because – there's, There's so, so much, much in it that you're going to catch something new and find new jokes every time you see it. Where The Incredibles 2 is definitely rewatchable because it is a really great movie. But it's not like I think you're going to find new things whenever right. you watch it. Well, so I think that it... They just, they just you, kind of keep topping themselves. Yeah, if you look at them in two different ways, I think you could say what one's better than the other one. So if you look at which one I think is the overall better movie for right now, I would definitely say that I think Ralph Breaks the Internet was just so highly entertaining. And like you said, there was just layer upon layer upon layer of you know, YouTube celebrities and, and video game references and references to what's going on in the internet today. But if you think about that movie 10 years from now, it's not going to age as well as like the, an Incredibles two will. So I think, yeah, so I think, yeah, I think that 10 years from now you look at it, you're going to like that better. And I'm sure like, you know, if we have kids or whatever, our kids are going to laugh at like Ralph breaks the internet too. Cause they'll be like, what is this? What? Like internet just doesn't, beam right into your brain yeah, or something? I was going to say, I, I do think, to your point, it's not going to age as well, but it'll also be kind of a great... It'll be a nice relic. Yeah, it'll be a nice look back. It's almost like a time capsule. You know, it's it's a good point in time kind of reference to, like you said, how society was and, and kind of how things work, that it will be interesting 
to go back in five or mm-hmm. ten years and look back and be like, wow, that's really how things were, you know, because yeah. it's so much different now. It's, it's one of those things that's going to be like a old check, like, oh, my goodness, I'm so old because I remember this. Like, yeah, I remember that You stuff. know, us being alive for like the birth of the – not the birth of the internet, but the birth of like the commercial internet where I mean, most smartphones people – Smartphones and everything Yeah, like I mean, yeah. we saw dial-up. Dial and now today I have to explain to my students what dial-up was. Right. Like, I have no right. idea. So are you, so you picking – Ralph, Wreck It Ralph 2? I, I, I think that Wreck It Ralph 2, yeah, was it was my favorite. And also, I have to extend that, even though I don't know if we're going to get a chance to do it, uh, the Void's adaptation of Wreck It Ralph 2 just sounds like it's going. it would be so awesome. So even something else has been birthed from that movie that is just sounds awesome. Yeah. And I called it. So. Now, I have a way for you, because you, you said you were at a tie. I have a way for you to pick both. You could just pick... That your peak Disney for 2018 was Disney animated movies, and now and then you have both, <laughs> then you're good. There we go. I mean, I, I feel yeah. So you could I, go. So you could go Disney, Disney I animation, been more general. Disney Pixar animation. You got both. Right, you right, got right. Both in well, there, I was so. doing you know that special kind. I can never remember which one it's yeah, inductive reasoning or deductive reasoning, where you start with your examples and then you make your, you All make right, a, nerd a alert. generalization. All right, let's get past this nerd alert. Here, <laughs> well, so. If it was a nerd alert, I'd remember which one was which. All right, so. write in and tell me which one it is because I always got confused. All right, so I'm actually so I'm not asking your opinion. No, no, I'm I'm, no. I was gonna I was gonna say what my kind of top Disney thing is. Well, no, I was I was joking. I really like going to. Disneyland. I thought oh, that I was a lot of fun, you know, going there for our first time there. Uh, if you go back w- one of our very first handful of episodes, we kind of go through our trip and kind of a first timer's guide if you want to listen to that. But I'm going to go with a movie as well. So my kind of favorite Disney-related thing. Does it have to do with uh, a man named Thanos? Yeah, he's on, he's on the naughty list this year. <laughs> Definitely, definitely not on the nice list. He's on the nice list, but I'm going to go Avengers Infinity War and one, because it's a great movie. You know, it it was a great movie, but two, just because, you know, it it is a culmination of 10 years. It it took 10 years in the making and it's a movie I've waited my whole life to see. So (laughs) figure that out. But um okay <laughs> yeah a, a movie i waited I mean, my entire super- life aka two years since they announced it to see but <laughs> but so just what marvel has done in the past 10 years has been so incredible i mean just yesterday we went to see the early screening of aquaman you know another dc's attempt to create some sort of you know shared universe or you know, have, have a blockbuster <laughs> superhero movie. I'm just laughing at you talking yeah. about Aquaman. Yeah, so it's just, I mean, it's just, <laughs> DC has tried time and time again to, like, force this shared universe. They had, Wonder Woman was great. Wonder Woman was great. But they had Batman versus it, Superman. Was, they jumped straight to Justice League. None of them do well. Now they have Aquaman. Right, and we, we did the Amazon which, Prime early screen right, thing. Right, right, which... I mean, it was okay. It's getting okay reviews. It's about what you expect, but no, no, watching, no. but watching it makes you realize really how much better Marvelous. Marvel movies are. Yeah, and I know people make fun of them that they're, you know, they follow a similar pattern, and it's kind of they predictable. Do, but it's, it's a pattern that works. Yeah, but it's a good pattern. It's just like there's something missing in Aquaman, and now it, I think the whole kind of idea of a Justice League is falling apart over at DC because they realize. Hey, we're not going to make them work together. So let's just try to make great standalone movies. But yeah, it just, it just shows you how what Marvel has done uh, in the past ten years is so incredible. 
Yeah, I think, I mean, Marvel is very self-referential. And at times, you know, anytime they get a moment that's a little bit cheesy, um, it's they set it up in such a way that it doesn't seem cheesy. But the problem that I had with Aquaman was it was just cheesy moment after cheesy moment. It was like watching um, Batman Forever a little bit where, you know, they'd like do the close-up shots of, of his his glutes. There were so many scenes in the beginning of Aquaman where they do close-up shots of Jason Momoa like covered in water. And it's like... I mean, well, he is, I will, he in their is a defense, gorgeous man. In their defense, he but, is Aquaman, so he is going to be wet in this movie. Well, yeah, but it was gonna... like these close-up, no, slow shots of him and like these offhand jokes that were more yeah, cheesy my, yeah. than anything my else. My problem is... And, it's, and, and there was no character development with for him until the very end of the movie, really. Yeah. Like, and DC, I think their problem is they're just playing catch-up. It's just everything in their movies just seems a little bit subpar because they're trying to rush yeah, it. They're so, living in the shadow of Marvel, yeah. really. And everybody's trying to you know build these shared universes and they've not succeeded because just the way Marvel did it so organically of just one great movie after another and they took four or five years before they had the first Avengers movie in the buildup. And now with infinity war, you know, you're 20 movies in and you know, all these characters. And what I loved about it. And we talked about it on the podcast is it throws you right in. I mean, if you don't know who these characters are, this is not the first movie yeah, you want to jump into. It's not the movie for right. You. But it, it uses that knowledge and it, and it realizes, Hey, we don't need to kind of baby the audience goer. They know who these people are. They know audience goer. I really, I appreciate audience this member word. movie goer. I'm, I, I'm, uh, you know mixing what? words there. You know what? Like I said, Shakespeare created words. Yeah, there we go. Audience goer. There you go. So, but it, it combines it together and it, and it was such an incredible movie and it had such a powerful ending that, you know, people as soon as that movie was over were like when's the next one coming out and and just you know the the trailer that just came out that's breaking records for most views in a day because everybody can't wait for Avengers Endgame to come out it it just it's was such a great movie and just everything that it kind of stood for I think that was kind of my idea if you look at what Disney's doing right nowadays and kind of peak Disney if you will Mm -hmm. that's kind of the top you know, moment for me of, of 2018. And there's a chance that Avengers Endgame is the top thing of 2019. So, yeah, I mean, we, we did that one, um, the bracket show this right. year. And I think that we kind there were what, 20 movies. Is that, was that what we ended up with? It was close yeah, to 20 movies. I think it was 20. It's yeah. impressive. Now, now you have with Ant-Man, we did that before Ant-Man and the Wasp. I think that was the 21st. You sure we did it before? Yeah, I we swear. did. We did it before. Cause that, cause Ant-Man and the Wasp, came out and i think that was or that one was the 20th so i can't remember uh, the uh, count. Uh, okay i'll trust you on that but i feel like it was a part of our show but um yeah it's impressive to think about how many movies they've actually done and out of all those movies i'd say maybe like five of them are just okay like the rest of them are really really solid so it's it's impressive that they've been able to do so well yeah so okay so what are you looking forward to kind of what what's one thing you know, real quick, what you're looking forward to for 2019. I thought you didn't want to see that. You love the anime like I thought you're mad that they're remaking it. Now that's what you're looking forward to? Um, I mean, I'm not happy that they're redoing it. I think that it doesn't need to be redone. I don't think that making it live action is going to make it better. Uh, and yet this is the thing you're most looking forward to. Well, yeah, because to- the I look forward to the movies the most. It's my favorite part of Disney. But I am not... I, you know, don't throw rocks at me, don't shun me, but 
the the Toy Story franchise is not my favorite thing. I like the idea, but I haven't we still, you know, haven't seen all of the Toy Story movies. And so and I, that everyone really likes that. What is it? Forky, Spoony? Oh yeah, I'm all in Sporky. on I'm all in on Forky. Um that preview to me just seems so weird and off and I didn't get it I'm and all I didn't in like on it. it. I'm all in on it. So, all right, so you're looking I'm not forward. looking forward to that because I think the I know the Lion King will at least be somewhat solid. They they're somewhat still solid. Well, so you're I, looking I say forward somewhat to... solid because I know if they really do cut be prepared um you know that's a, that's a grave mistake, but of course they didn't get Jeremy Irons to come back, so so you're yeah. looking forward to the thing that you're not looking forward to. Interesting. So, so I mentioned Avengers. Well, Star Wars Land too, because that would be great. But I, I don't know say, if we're I, gonna make it. I there. would say I would say Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, but I don't think I'm gonna get down there for 2019. So until I am there personally, uh, I don't know that that's gonna be my top thing. It is probably what I'm most looking forward to. Eventually, I mean, it, who knows if I'll get. If I'll get down there, it'd be great to get down there yeah. to well, see that, but I'm not sure. So I again, Avengers Endgame, I am looking forward to. But I'm gonna say the live action remake of Aladdin is what I'm most looking forward to. I think that to. will be better. I'm than really Lion looking King. forward yeah. to seeing how the genie looks in that because we still haven't seen pictures of the genie yet. Kind of how Will Smith does. So I think that's what my top thing for 2019 is looking forward to. I w- I do say that. I mean, that's Disney company related, personally related. I think that my most for looking for the thing I'm looking forward to the most is going to Tokyo, Japan. Okay. That I'm very looking forward to. I think, I mean, getting outside of the United States and seeing what they do in other parks would, I think is going to be incredible. Okay, good. So we'll end, we'll end the, the show with a listener question. So we'll end, we'll end uh, this year last 2018 last show of 2018 with a listener question so this one comes from uh courtney l and she asks what in your opinion what is the most forgotten disney movie all right this is an easy so i for me so it's easy for you good because i don't have an answer because i forgot the movie so (laughs) so go ahead what's yours all right so again with the caveat that you know, my area of expert expertise is, you know, 90s to like the present. So I, I'm not counting all of the older movies that I haven't seen, unfortunately. I think we need to work on seeing some of those older ones and maybe do some reviews on shows in the future. That'd be pretty cool. Um, but anyway, uh, I think that the most forgotten Disney movie is Brother Bear. Uh, I think that you talk about Brother I Bear do, all the time. It's of, so course, good. of course, you'd say Brother Bear. I was surprised whenever we talked about this a little bit before the show, and you looked at me like I have no idea what you're going to say. No, I mean I figured you'd say Brother Bear. Yeah, it's it is such a good movie. It is nowhere in the parks. It is, um, it's just fun. It's a great story. It's I talk about it, and I do the the your mom with the notebook thing, where I just start to cry. Apparently, you do. Yeah, uh, yeah. Joe, she's like, I've never seen it. Can you explain the plot to me? And I started talking about it, and I literally started to cry. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm turning into your mother. So, <laughs> shout out to you, Christine. Yeah, yeah. You do. You do really love Brother Bear. So, so. I do. I'll go with you on that one. I mean, I think there's probably a lot of movies that are forgotten. Though I will say, with Disney. They try to make sure that the 
movies that people like aren't forgotten. I mean, all the live action remakes, they're redoing. Remember you know, they read. Who you no, are. but I mean, they. I mean, go back to the originals. They redid Cinderella. They redid Beauty and the Beast. They're redoing Pinocchio. Like they're going back. I'm sure eventually they'll do Snow White. So they they keep kind of churning over their movies and they keep everything fresh in front of mind. But yeah, it's the movies of those kind of like late 90s, early 2000 Disney's animation ones Mm -hmm. that, you know, Brother Bear, there's that Meet the Robinsons one that I don't, you know, a lot of people don't forget. I would say Stitch as a movie, I think probably a lot of people forget, but Stitch as a character, Stitch as a character people remember, but I'm not sure that probably a lot of people that even love Stitch have seen the movie. I mean, I know Stitch from the parks. I don't. I know nothing about the movie, you yeah. know, so I really know no we, backstory. You have to watch that. Yeah, I know no real backstory of them. So I think it's like those kind of movies that are the forgotten ones. It, and it's, I don't think it's forgotten because... How about the people, good dinosaur? <laughs> that one's... Super. Yeah, that's probably the only Pixar <laughs> one. But it, it, but it's it's those movies, and not necessarily because people didn't like, like them. I think it's because they didn't do great at the box office, and Disney is kind of pushed past that, because that was kind of like the... The final end of like the old Disney animation, Disney under Michael Eisner, and then with Bob Iger coming in buying Pixar, they kind of revitalized Disney animation with that new style of of animation, similar to Pixar. It's not that hand drawn anymore, and so they've kind of pushed that older stuff to the side. I do have a suggestion for for Disney again. Disney, call me if you if you want any more suggestions. But instead of doing these live action remakes, I would love to see. A, a film like The Lion King redone with the new style. See, the of problem is animation. The problem like, is they could add so much into the background that it would be a lot more vibrant. The problem is it's so it's so much harder to do animated movies. You know, they can film a live action. I mean, The Lion King's not live action. Let's let's be honest oh, here. Yeah, but they can do these live action remakes in a year or two, filming with a cast where it takes four to five years to do some sort of animation and it's you know it's a lot more money it's a lot more time to redo it and i don't think people would want to see those disney classics that only came out 20 30 years ago done in a new style of animation i I don't think there's as much of an appetite for that as there is a live action remake where it's a different style and so it's the same movie but with just a little bit different twist like i would not want to go see them just redo the Lion King shot for shot in kind of a Pixar style animation. So, all right. Well, but I think that's agree to disagree. All right. <laughs> I mean, I think it, I I think that they they are good on their on their own, but if they're going to continue to remake them, they have to come up with a different spin. And I still think that their money maker is their animation. I don't all think right. that the live action stuff is as memorable. Well, you can be wrong, but that's fine. <laughs> so. All right. Well, that's that's it for our show this week and this year. So everybody, uh, you know, have a good rest of your 2018. Yeah, have a good new year. Happy holidays. holidays. Yeah. And we will uh, we'll be back in 2019 with some new shows. Uh, and, you know, in the meantime, if you have a, a question like Courtney did, thank you for a question. Um, you can reach out to us on Facebook where we're at Enchanted Ears Podcast. That's also a way you can kind of keep up with the show we post updates about disney and different things um you know as things pop up so over the next couple weeks you know check out the facebook page for anything new that may come up over the holidays related to disney uh or you could also submit a question on our website enchantedearspodcast.com slash podcast question um follow us on instagram 
where we're at Enchanted Ears Podcast as well. So uh, everybody have a a safe holiday and happy new year. We'll see you in 2019. And remember, have have a magical magical day. day.